for Book Talk with the Bookshelf Ladies, Chris and Mary. Good morning to you, ladies. Good morning. All right. So I hope everything is going well. And, of course, the uh, the Bookshelf located at Walnut and Boeinger, downtown Batesville. Just uh, follow the arrows, follow the cars, follow the detour signs and the dust, and uh, (laughs) you should find them. So uh, (laughs) You got it. And with, and with that, and with that uh, bit of housekeeping out of the way, uh, what what uh, what say you as far as uh, the uh, this week's bestsellers? Oh well, I got some stars this week, and you know, stars. Yeah, and one's on the list. So debuting, yeah. Can we have a whoop whoop? Yeah. Um, and yeah, our indie bestsellers. Um, so we'll we'll start off with that one. Um, the in the fiction, uh, Louise Penny still hanging in there at number one with the madness of crowds. Of course, you know who can resist that one? The Midnight Library, Matt Haig still on the list at number two. Number three, Paula Hawkins is a debut with a slow fire burning. And you got oh, anything yes. on that one, Chris? It's going to be another one of her great suspense stories and um she's debuting on our on the usa across the country usa list so yeah this is louise is so popular and she's very popular here in batesville so um yeah i'm sure there's a lot of people out there looking for that yeah and uh just and to I refresh memories she oh go on uh, she did girl on the you train go, you've got a thought you've got a thought in your head i don't want to swipe it before you it's good <laughs> <laughs> we knew how quickly that can fade. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, uh, number four, Miranda Colley Heller with The Paper Palace and Billy Summers, Stephen King, still in the top five. There are a few more debuts on the list. This is this is an interesting one. Uh, Poison for Breakfast, debuting at number 10. That's Lemony Snicket. Okay. Yes. So, Lemony Snicket. <laughs> Go on. Of course, you know, that's, you know, the uh, unfortunate children's series that he did for kids that they absolutely adored. And parents loved that series, too, because they would be reading them with their kids or reading them to their children. Um, this one is a is considered literary fiction, and um, it's for all ages. This is, you know, a 9 to 99-er. And it's really, and I love the opening line to this, um, to this book where, where it says, after finishing a meal of tea with honey, a piece of toast with cheese, one sliced pear, and an egg perfectly prepared, the protagonist finds a note that informs him, you've been poisoned for breakfast. And so he decides to trace the origins of each ingredient to discover what could have poisoned him. And so this is just kind of a, a step-by-step thing, lots of fun. Um, it's considered grade four and up, but it's not necessarily considered a children's book, which is why we find it in our bestseller list. So uh, this one definitely is a lot of fun. 
Huh, interesting. I may have to pick that one up. Yeah. Okay. Number 15 oh, well, yeah, is also getting, a date. Getting that in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Number 15 is also a debut on our list. It's My Heart is a Chainsaw, Stephen Graham Jones. That's an interesting title. That's an interesting title, yes. That's been getting a lot of buzz, so, you know, we'll have to see what that looks like when uh, somebody comes in to look for it. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, in the nonfiction, The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, Charlie McKessie, number one. Crying in H Mart, a memoir, Michelle Bonner. Number three is a debut on our list, The F Afghanistan Papers, A Secret History of the War. And that's Craig Whitlock. Um, we actually had a few people wanting that one. Yeah. 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 We, so it, it sounded, I think we still have a copy. sounded interesting. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, Hero of well, Hero you know of Two Worlds. There's a lot of books. Oh. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of books coming out on Afghanistan and um, everything that went on. I think they were trying to time it for the pullout. So we'll see. Uh -huh. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Hero of Two Worlds, the Marquis de Lafayette in the Age of Revolution. That's Mike Duncan. Of course, we talked about that one last week that's on our list at number four and Michael Pollan mm -hmm. this is your mind on plants okay number 12 is a debut on our list the weekday vegetarians 100 recipes and a real-life plan for eating less meat that's Jeremy Rosenstarch um, I like how they say that less meat not no meat you know so it's yeah right I, it mm -hmm. may be more doable that way for people um, it could be. Yeah, that yeah. a good idea. Yeah, definitely. And the paperback fiction, Song of Achilles, Madeline Miller is number one. People We Meet on Vacation, Emily Harriet Henry, number two. Anxious People, Frederick Backman, three. Madeline Miller at number four with Searcy. And The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, there are no stars on this list. Um, but there's still a lot of still a lot of good books on there though. Nonfiction, oh, braiding yeah, sweetgrass. Kind of, yeah. Oh, go on. I'm, we have a we have a time lapse here between what I say and what she hears. <laughs> so that's why it sounds like we're we're talking all over each other. So we apologize for any irritants we are causing in this area. Other yes. other irritants, forget it. Oh, you got probably just, deserve them. You just have to suck it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Suck it up, Buttercup. Yep. Uh, yep. Okay. Robin Wall Kimmerer, Braiding Sweetgrass, number one. The body keeps the score. Brain, mind, the body, and the body in the healing of the trauma of trauma. Bessel van der Kolk. Entangled life. Marlon Sheldrake. And Bill Bryson with The Body, A Guide for Occupants. And Yuval Noah Harari, <clears throat> Sapiens, A brief, brief History of Humankind. There is one debut on our list that sounds really, really interesting. Um, at number 15, it's The Sisters of Auschwitz, The True Story of Two Jewish Sisters, Resistance in the Heart of Nazi Territory. And that's Roxanne yes, and that's, Van Ipren. <clears throat> yes, that did very well in hardcover. I mean that that seems yeah. to be a topic that lots of people are looking into and and uh, wanting to read about, and new ones are coming out almost every week. 
uh, a story of the Holocaust and the resistance and things that the atrocities that went on in the camps and um, uh, it's in fiction and nonfiction. So it's, it's, a, yes. it's kind of a, a hot topic right now. Exactly. And, and like they say, if you, if you don't study history and you don't remember history, it will repeat itself. So yeah, mm -hmm. we can't have that again. Even though a lot of it is still going on in the world, and we just unfortunately, oh, it's sad. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, something on a happier mode here. Children's early middle grade readers. Shannon Hale has a debut at number one with Forever Friends. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Cat Kid Comic Club slipped down to number two. Dave Pilkey. Raleigh Jefferson's awesome, friendly, spooky stories. Jeff Kinney is at number three. Super Extra Deluxe Essential Handbook. And, of course, that's Pokemon at number four. Raynald Tegelmeyer at number five with Ghost. There is a debut. Um, this looks good. I haven't seen this one yet. We, we need to get this one in. It's Mo Willems, mm -hmm. and it's called Doodling 101, a silly symposium. And I can see yeah. a lot of his characters on the cover. Oh, yeah. So. Yes. And, and, you know, and that's something that when he does school, uh, school visits, you know, he kind of teaches uh, the students how he goes about illustrating his books. And if you remember when we went, uh, I don't remember how many years ago it was, that he was at our trade uh, show and he gave us an art lesson on how he did the yes. pictures. Yes. And how yes, I remember that. With so so few strokes, so few, you know, and he can make that pigeon actually, you know what he's thinking. Uh, you know, yes. with expression, yes. you know, on his face is, is so, so cool. Yeah, that he he's an amazing guy, and whatever he does is just, good in my book so um yes right. <laughs> there's there's uh, one on here that for some reason i was thinking about it the other day and i don't know why uh the phantom toll booth is at number 15 um on our oh, list yeah. back again and that that's a, a moldy oldie but it's a good one um oh oh yeah so and, and i think this is probably because schools back in session they're they're in and this is used every year by so many different uh, English teachers uh, and librarians, the Phantom Tollbooth, which is a darling story. Yep. Um, young adult, number one, Adam, Adam Silvera. They both die at the end. One of Us is Lying, Carolyn McManus. We Were Liars, E. Lockhart. Angeline Boley with Firekeeper's Daughter. And The Inheritance Games at number five. That's Jennifer Lynn Barnes. Number seven is a debut on our list. It's called The Witch Haven, and that's Sasha uh, Peyton Smith. And number 11, yeah, also I'm... a debut, Nancy Springer. Oh, go on. Uh, uh, the uh, Witch Haven is part of a series, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And number 11, debuting Enola Holmes and the Black Baroche. That's Nancy Springer. So that looks like a historical <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and actually, that's another one of those books that are nine to ninety-nine. That this is a crossover; it appeals to all ages. Alona 
Enola Holmes, and um, I think that if you like a good mystery, you know, it doesn't have to is have that, an age uh, description on it. Is that like a niece to Sherlock, I'm thinking? Yeah. Or Enola? If, if I recall. Yeah, Nancy Springer does that series, Okay. So. Okay, cool. Interesting. Okay, Children's Illustrated. Uh, number one, Goodnight Moon, Margaret Weiss Brown, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, <laughs> excuse me, Eric Carle, Time for School, Little Blue Truck, number three, Alice Shirtle, Room on the Broom, hopped up to number four, Julia yeah. Donaldson, mm -hmm. <laughs> Tis the Season, and Where the Wild yes, Things Are, Marie Sendak. <laughs> oh, this one looks good, number 12 is a debut, <laughs> I love this list. Oh, I know. Uh, where the wild things are, we don't eat our classmates. I love that one. Cat problem, number mm -hmm. seven. I love that one. Brown bear, brown bear, what do you see? Um, Good night, gorillas on there. Another. Oh, that's um, one of my favorites. I love Good night, gorilla. That's, that's I know, a baby it's classic. Shower. That's one of my favorite baby shower gifts. Yeah. It is. I, I read that one to uh, my little Annabelle the other day when I was watching her. She loved that book. Number 12 is a debut on our list, Jory John. The Bad Seed Presents, The Good, The Bad, and The Spooky. <laughs> I love this book. <laughs> the cover oh, is, yeah. is so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. He, well, and there I you go. The again, how can you make a seed look bad and mad? He does definitely does not have <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, another one that looks pretty good, it's Sophie Blackall. She's debuting at number 14 with Negative Cat. <laughs> Do you know any positive cats? I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a positive cat laying over here in the sun right now. <laughs> as long as you don't bother him, he's positive. In the yeah. children's series, Dogman, num number one, Dave Pilkey, Wings of Fire, T. Sutherland. Number three, Spy School, and there's a new one in that series by Stuart Gibbs. It's uh, Spy School mm -hmm. at Sea. And Diary of Wimpy well, Kid, number four. Oh, cool. Spy School's neat. Diary of Wimpy Kid, number four, Jeff Kinney. And our favorite, Mo Willems with Elephant and Piggy, that series. So that's all my list today. Some fun ones on there. Okay. Yes. What do you and got on the USA? Yes, we can look in. Number 10 is Big Nate, um, and he has a new book out called Big Nate Aloha. So, oh, yeah. You know, and they're bringing these books out, and they're getting pretty pretty popular. So um, that's our, our um, independent booksellers list, and as we can see that... Um, Things are doing very well. We're getting some new books in, which is too cool, as they say. Um, let's see. What have we got on the USA today? A Slow Fire Burning by Paula Hawkins is debuting at number one. Of course, we know Paula Hawkins from The Girl on the Train. So she's, you know, yep. every, so far almost everything that she's ever done has been made into a movie. So I'm sure that <laughs> A Slow Fire Burning won't be uh, too long on that list. And, and in this one, it's, it's a young man is murdered in a, on a uh, London houseboat. And, you know, that's something that we forget about, how many people live on houseboats in Europe. 
um, they just kind of tie them up to the edge of the rivers and the canals and, and live on them. Um, but three unconnected women who knew him are drawn into the mystery. So there's, there goes Paula again. She's off to the races with a great one. Colleen Hoover is uh, still on the list with It Ends With Us. Uh, it was uh, number three. It's gone up to number two this week. Uh, Billy Summers, Stephen King is still hanging in there, doing very well. A Killer for Hire wants out. Um, this one is going to be a big uh, Christmas one, I'm sure, for Stephen King. Oh, yeah. Debuting at number yeah, debuting at number four is The Afghanistan Papers by Craig Whitlock is debuting on our list also. And um, I kind of was flipping through that the other day. Um, of course, that's not something that you can necessarily flip through. Um, you really have to give it <laughs> your attention to that book. American Marxism by Mark R. Levine is still writing the uh, top ten. And he is, uh, this time the author is asserting his thesis from liberty to tyranny, um, the Marxist ideology. Um, and it's pretty pervasive in the American society, according to Mr. Levine. Louise Penny's book that debuted last week at number one, The Madness at Crowds, Chief Inspector Armand Gamache's latest essay starts with a controversial professor and ends in murder. This is the 17th in that series, which is still going strong. And we just actually brought in some of her earlier titles on that, because I'm pretty sure this is going to be a, a big uh, a go-to book series for the holidays this year. Laura gave a summer bestseller, The Last Thing He Told Me, still doing strong at number seven. And here we go with Stuart Gibbs' The by School of C um, is debuting in our top ten at number eight. Um, and uh, this is the ninth in that series and doing well. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, legendary film actress, discusses her rise to fame with a journalist. And, uh, and you know, this is Taylor Jenkins Reid, and it's doing very well. But I was really surprised when I went to reorder this with one again, that this has slipped into the print on, de on demand. So I'm wondering really? if, um, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if a lot, and I think this is why I'm noticing that a lot of our bestsellers are sliding into the print on demand, which are actually printed right here in this country. And I think it's because many of the publishers are already nervous, extremely nervous about the supply chain that's going to be coming up for us um, this holiday season. Uh, many publishers are worried that they're not going to get their book um, from China. The tankers are getting, it's becoming more and more expensive to ship these books uh, across the world. It's pretty much the whole idea of that. So um, we need to remind all of our customers uh, to shop early and not just with us, but with everybody, everybody, because things are going to run out this year. We can only get, yep, you know, we can only get that stuff across the ocean. But so preferably, quickly. yeah, but preferably start with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
Yes, if you're going to buy a book, <laughs> please do so. And, and oh, yeah. you know what? And I and I received. It's so easy for us to go off on a tangent, but I, and I received <laughs> an email late last night. Came in late, and I was working. And um, they're already warning us that Amazon is is just ordering so many uh, of the title and in huge, huge quantities. So they're they're making it. Um, and, and you know, and the, the publishers are trying to limit what they send to them. And so they're threatening the publishers that if they don't send them how much they want, they won't put it, you know, how they put them in, in the buttons, something in, uh, on Amazon. And, um, <clears throat> they'll put, they'll put them lower on the list so they won't come up as fast. And I thought that's really oh. dirty cool. Because, you know, so many yes. of, the, of the smaller independents, it's been rough. It's been hard. You know, um, we've lost a lot of independent bookstores <clears throat> since COVID. Um, it, it, it really put them in a bind. And now, because um, some big mega wholesalers are going to uh, crowd, you know, the system and, and hoard the books, you know, we're not going to be able to get them. Because they're all going to be wow. in the warehouse someplace in Amazon. I just wish that y'all get stuck with them. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm off my ramp. <laughs> that was and and seven uh, the seven husbands of Evelyn started it. What can I say? <laughs> okay, we have another we have another debut here um, <clears throat> uh, at number ten, the Nightmare Before Christmas by Kim Laidlaw, and I love the subtitle, The Official Cookbook and Entertaining Guide. Oh, wow. <laughs> and believe me, I've had some nightmares before Christmas when I was trying to plan a menu. So definitely need to take a look at that cookbook. It looks like it could be a lot of Yeah. Fun. Yep. Um, okay, okay, so let's move on to the... Um, Let's move on to the uh, the also rants in the, the 11 through 20. The Little Blue Truck Halloween. That, see, people are showing up. They're getting these things out. Yep. We'll have to get our Halloween books down. Um, and he's, uh, Little Blue Truck is picking all his friends up for a Halloween costume party, so that's going to be darling. Uh-huh. I think we have a copy of that, um, so I'll have to dig it out. Yep. Malibu Rising is also uh, Taylor Jenkins Reid's bestseller in hardcover that's still doing so well. It has been riding the bestseller list, pops down, comes back up, which it did this week. Penelope Ward has The Aristocrat, um, debuting at number 13. Um, and this is uh, one of those light romances, lots of fun. Uh, the Very Hungry Caterpillar Board Book uh, has moved up also again. This is the classic story of the caterpillar that eats all the time and turns into a butterfly. James Clear's Atomic Habit, number 15. We have a debut at 16, Breaking Badger by Sharon Sharon. Shelley Laurenstein, and this is a lot of, these are, I love these books, these little paranormal things. We have a Siberian tiger shifter, Finn Malona, rescues some honey badger shifters who may help him solve a family tragedy. I just wouldn't have <laughs> thought that honey badgers and tigers would get along. <laughs> yeah, when, I but wouldn't think so. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But then, you know, that's different. In the, in the Shifter Society, 
We know that if the rule is, she's thrown out the window. <laughs> the Midnight Library by Matt Haig is still doing very well. Yes, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, People We Meet on Vacation, Emily Henry, The Body Keeps Score uh, by Bethel Vanderkirk. And rounding out our top 20 uh, is the debut, The Heart Principle by Helen Hong. A violinist and a soon is struggling with burnout after a YouTube video goes viral, and we know how that happens. Uh, it doesn't take much for <laughs> anything to go viral. And, you know, as we know, you know, we had a, a Facebook right here in town where the two little boys were standing at attention. Yeah. At, as they were playing text, and that has gone viral, uh, put us on the map. So that was that was also pretty cool. Yeah. So let's let's see what's coming out um, today and tomorrow, real quick. We can pull this up. Uh, there are some not not as many um, this week. Only not only 491 new books are coming out this week, but some big ones. <laughs> Lane Moriarty. Of course, we know Lane Moriarty from uh, so many of her other. Uh, Stories that are now on TV, uh, the the husband's secret, what Alice forgot, the nine perfect strangers, and her new one is Apples Never Fall, and hopefully we'll have some copies hmm. of that in today. Should be coming in, um, and I know that it's going to be a big big hit. Uh, Colson Whitehead has a new one. Of course, he's our Pulitzer Prize winning author. It's called Harlem Shuffle, so that's already getting that lots looks- and lots of buzz. I've seen it. That looks really good. Yeah. I I seen him on yeah. um, CBS this morning, and yeah, he's a two-time mm-hmm. Pulitzer Prize winner. Yes, so yes, that's is. pretty cool. So, uh, and I and I read a couple of his things, and the Underground Library was fabulous. I love that book; it was very good. Um, Mary Roach is back, and of course, uh, we know her from um, all of her, the, what was it, uh, Stiff where she talks about, you know, what what happens when we die, um, buzz and uh, golf, what happens when we drink. She is a, she's a great science writer that gives us science in such a way that, you know, we're having fun when we read it. And this one, I yes. love it, is called Fuzz, When Nature Breaks the Law. And what we have here is when animals uh, con- uh, uh, have conflict with humans, you know, bear attacks and um, snakes that get into your house and, and how uh, the um, science writer, uh, she has an investigation in the unpredictable world where wildlife uh, and humans meet. So this is, this is going to be great. I mean, if, if you just love science um, and if you're a wildlife enthusiast, uh, this is just going, you know, her... The awkward interactions with people and animals um, is just happens. You you see it every day, and so this is this is going to yep. be a great book for that. Um, let's see. We also have the Guinness World Book of Records. That's out. That's going to be out today. Um, the Last Kids on Earth and the Doomsday Race. That series. The new one is. And I know we've got a couple of kids desperately waiting waiting for that one. Um, so that's. Just a few of the 419 that we have coming out. And next week, lots of travel books. But this is a big one. Uh, Amanda Gorman, who did that fabulous 
poem at the inauguration, uh, Change Things is a children's anthem, and this is also illustrated by Lauren Long. It's just a beautiful book. All right, and on that note, ladies, we're going to have to wrap things up. Again, uh, your location and your phone number for the bookshelf. Okay, Okay. 812. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, 812-913. 812-934-5800. How's that work? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Corner of Walnut and Bowinger Street. And ladies, we will talk to you next week. Thank you. All right.